Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. We are officially halfway done with the week. Yes. That feels good, right? Mm-hmm. Three, four-day weekend for some of you guys. But some of y'all are working hard on 4th of July. Yeah. And I don't want to discount that either. I used to hate when I would... Listen to the radio back in the day because I used to work all like the weird shifts, right? The, the night shifts, the weekend Same, shifts. Same, or like when I was a server and stuff like that. Everyone's like, yeah, you got nothing to do for three, four days. Yeah. And I'll be in my car like, that's not me. So anyway, but those of us do get a couple days off. It's nice though. Six o'clock club. How we feeling? Why don't you text us? Say good morning. This is anybody in Maryland that's awake. We just want to say good morning to you. You say good morning to us. We'll shout you out. 410-583-1065. Who's up? Veronica, good morning. Uh, good morning to John, the Annapolis locator. Jess R. from Westminster. Magic Mike in Pasadena. Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. Beautiful Beverly. BTSZ is here. Our neighbor Drew from Precise Performance. Good morning to John from Middle River. LG, the sassy scientist. Uh, Kathy in Parkville. We have Terry. Uh, Lee from Baltimore is here. Terrence, good morning. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Hi to Anthony from Catonsville. Cheryl is here. Los Mel Nurse. Lisa, Matthew and Dundalk, and WB and Glen Burnie. Happy Wednesday. Let's get you here too. 410-583-1065. Since it is Wednesday, I will give you a Would You Rather Wednesday. Okay. I give you a scenario. Both the answers are pretty unfortunate. You just got to choose which one you'd rather. And give us the explanation of why between these two rather unfortunate situations. Would you rather babysit a crying infant for a day? Baby cries all day long. Mm-hmm. Or have an unwanted house guest for a week? Mm. Would you rather babysit a crying infant for a day or have an unwanted house guest for a whole entire week. Mm-hmm. 410-583-1065. We'll start with Jessica Dutra. Give me the crying baby immediately. <laughs> Give me the baby. There's nothing worse than waking up in the morning and like walking out of your bedroom and walking into your living room and seeing someone sleeping on your couch and you don't want them to be there. <laughs> like there is no worse feeling. You sound like you've been here before. Oh, yeah. And I can see it. And yeah. you're just like... You had a week with them. You're like, hello. But you'd really... I mean, 20... We have three more days of this. <laughs> I cannot wait. Especially if you're in charge of entertaining them. Totally. You're like, cool. Why yeah. don't we just you're like, yeah, go to the Telson Mall again? Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh, you're just going to use... Okay. No, for sure. Yeah. You didn't even... Oh, no, no. It's fine. No, it's fine. Dude, I'd have to take the unwanted house guest, though, right? The hell am I going to do with a baby? 
I think it's situational. It's like you know what I mean? experience exactly. versus... That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I don't know what in the world I would do with a, with a crying baby. Y'all, babies give me so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. They speak a different language that I don't understand. And, and you as parents, like, you figure, you've had the time to figure it out. Totally. What the cries mean, yeah. what they want at the time, how to Or if it's just them. something you have to deal with. Like Maya, my niece Maya, my aunt and I were talking about this the other day. The other day. Maya did not like us for about six months. Straight up. Crying, angry. She just looked at us angry. Yeah. She just cried. And it, there was nothing we can do. What, nope. what are we going to do? We just got to, we just got to, you know, stick it out. That's what I'm saying. All right. What about you? You got to choose one or the other and text us your answer, okay? Would you rather babysit a crying infant for a day? We're talking 24 straight hours or seven full days of an unwanted house guest. And then tell us your reason of why you'd pick the one that you did. We got a text right here. Crying baby for sure. Baby all the way. Wow. Crying baby again. Crying wow. baby one because they leave after 24 hours. Okay, so you're saying I'd rather put up with it. And for I know for hours. sure it's it's like it's less time. Yeah. But y'all, that's a baby versus an adult. Like exactly. The, the adult's going to be the annoying. Adult, the adults can talk back to you. <laughs> but you the, know what I'm The kid like won't stop crying for you 24 hours you want to put up with that yeah i mean which one you it seems like most of you guys want to do with the baby we have ben the math teacher saying having done both the baby and guest i'm taking the guest all the way the baby will break you after an hour yeah that's how i feel i feel like literally you're like well i don't want someone in my house and i don't like for 24 hours i mean for seven days well no of course you don't but a screaming baby for seven days I feel like you're crazy if you choose that option. I chose Screaming Baby because they're gone after 24 hours, and I can handle that. Wait, Juliet, your daughter actually was in the situation with the unwanted house guest. What happened? Well, she had a friend from New... She used to live in New York City, and then she had a... She moved back because of COVID, and her friend stayed there. Okay. So she decided to come visit my daughter for the weekend. So turns out she had such a good time with her and her boyfriend that she says, you know, do you mind if we stay another night? And, of course, my daughter is, you know, this is her best friend from high school, so what is she going to say? No. So she's like, okay, fine. You can stay another night. Turned out it was a week. No. To this day, they don't speak because it, finally my daughter's like, look, he's got to go back to New York. I can't handle Wait, this she anymore. basically, she had, she had to kick her out basically then? Yes. yes. How, do you, how do you keep staying after you just say, <laughs> I'm going to stay for one night? Like, do you just, you just kick it? Like, what, how did that I even don't, happen? I don't know. My daughter would text me every night and be like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? <laughs> and the boyfriend came and he would sit there and play uh, video games all night. What? And my daughter's like, I don't know what to do with these things. So that oh literally, my goodness! They were basically squatting. Okay, they're basically squatting in her house, <laughs> like un- yes, unwantedly yes. squatting in her house. Well, yes. then, okay, but really quick though. So, I mean, you you hear this scenario. You're you're a mother. Um, you've I'm sure dealt with a screaming toddler. Would you still want to deal with with the screaming toddler over dealing with the unwarranted house guest? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I agree. Twenty four hours, the the kid is gone. Exactly. Um, the baby can't control itself. Yeah. An adult knows better. Yes, okay. exactly. There that makes it worse. Yeah. Juliet, thank you so much. I appreciate you, uh, sure. you talking to us today. Sure. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top 3 with Jess.
Number three. Happy Pride. Pride Month is celebrated each year in June to honor the LGBTQIA plus community in all aspects of their identity. And tonight is Pride Night at Camden Yards. The Orioles take on the Cincinnati Reds at 7.05 p.m. And fans can enjoy the VIP pregame party on the roof deck or add on a rainbow-themed O's hat with their single game ticket purchase. And you can get all that info at Orioles.com slash pride. This may not be an answer that you know, but I think the answer is yes. I think the Orioles have been in town at least last night, possibly the night before. I don't know what happened during those rainstorms. Those rainstorms we had downtown the last couple of nights, holy hell. The one last night specifically, it was probably when you were filling up a house the night before. Well, last, oh yeah, but so they still played yesterday, but they just pushed the game off longer. Okay, is that so, what happened? So it, it was still played. Yeah, it yeah. just got delayed. If you were at that game, I can't imagine just being sitting there and all of a sudden it's just like, it was, it was like a, a Crazy. deluge last night downtown. Number two. Apparently chocolate might be the secret to avoiding jet lag. So new research from University of Sydney and Qantas Airways conducted simulations of long plane rides where volunteers followed a specially designed menu, lighting, sleep and movement sequences, and everything was taken accounted for. And the research found that those who ate the chocolate had better quality of sleep during the flight, less severe jet lag, and better cognitive performance after the flight. In addition to the chocolate, apparently chili and carbs helped as well. Okay. I mean, there's nothing worse than being jet lagged. Maybe other than probably having to hang out with a screaming toddler for 24 <laughs> hours, like, may have a similar effect. Number one. It's official. Ryan Seacrest has been chosen as the next host of Wheel of Fortune following Pat Sajak's retirement. Sajak announced his upcoming departure earlier this month after the game show's 41st season, and Seacrest confirmed the news on Instagram. However... It remains unclear whether Sajak's longtime co-host, Vanna White, will be joining Seacrest on the show. She's been on the show since 1982 and reportedly hired an attorney in an attempt to get a pay increase after revealing that she has not received a pay raise in 18 years. Damn. New reports have released have been released stating Vanna has stayed making $3 million a year compared to Sajak's $15 million. I, I don't, I don't know if they would keep her around. What do you mean? I mean, I think she's vitally important, too. But I wonder if they're going to see it as an option to say... Oh, so they don't? we don't want to pay you more so you right. can leave and well, we'll pay you out? And we'll basically give this show a whole new, fresh restart. You know, because I think Ryan Seacrest is enough. Again, do I care? No. I wouldn't watch it. I don't care. My mom could host it and I probably still wouldn't watch it. Aww. But I... I think they may, they may see this as an opportunity to Just kind of to re- to revamp it. it, bring in somebody for a mill, you know what I mean? Like, okay, bring in, I don't even know who, like, who, who would be the next Vanna White? Can you think of anybody that would, because I feel like even that role has changed so dramatically throughout Hollywood. Remember back in the day, it was like, we got to have somebody super sexy, a woman up there turning the board, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, seems I a little out of date now. Is there anybody you could feel like would play that role well but i'm not sure as far as like obviously the audience that's watching is the audience that's been there for uh, the last 40 plus years yeah so getting rid of vanna i feel like would hurt them more than completely right. change it for ryan i think you're right and i don't know honestly that like ryan seacrest is going to be he's he needs he needs like the the warmness yeah. there and she brings that but is he enough to make more like, like new people come watch He's he's literally everywhere. You yeah. know what I mean? You can get Ryan Seacrest at any platform, any any show, any other. Is it going to be different enough to like make new people come? Like, are you gonna, are you going to want to go watch Wheel of Fortune now that Ryan Seacrest hosts? 
I'll, uh, I'll check out clips on YouTube. <laughs> like you know? one, right? I, I want to see, see what's what it's up. like. But yeah. like, I'm not going to watch the show because of it, you know? This is Jess, and that was your top three. So in, in case you're new to our show, I've been divorced now for five years and haven't really been in a committed relationship since then. And what I've realized over the last couple of months is I put myself in these... Uh, really unstable situations, if you want to call it a situationship, if you yeah. want to call it just a casual relationship. Oh, yeah, we'll just see each other when we see each other and, like, that's it. But at the same exact time, nothing gives me more anxiety than having an unstable relationship with somebody. Right, 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 right. And I'm right. like, well, what are they doing? And what is this? And what are they? It's, it's, listen, I know on just listening to this, that has to make no sense whatsoever. So I've been seeing a new therapist over in Catonsville who is fantastic, by the way. And we're trying to, like, break down why is it that I won't just well, first off I don't feel like I've like found the person but it's the answer I haven't found the person or I just won't commit to a person right so something she said to me uh, on Friday when I had therapy was so interesting she said the reason that you're not in a committed relationship is because you are used to things being chaotic yeah and so you continuously look for situations to be in chaos not because you want it because it's what's familiar to you. Right. Yeah, you create it. And I'm like, wait a minute. What? Like, how does that make any sense? I, I don't want that at all. I really do want like a solid, happy relationship. It's, it's self-sabotage. Man, so let me tell you what she explained to me. She started this. She's like, well, let's let's like go back a little bit here. Mm-hmm. She goes, let's talk about childhood. What was it like? And I'm like, listen, my childhood was great. What are you talking about? Couldn't have been any better. But then as we started to break things down, we started to realize that my dad was so wildly inconsistent on how he was going to show up, right? My dad traveled a lot for work, and I have so much empathy for my dad because he's a Vietnam vet, Yeah, has really untreated PTSD from that. Yeah, like a lot, of, a lot of veterans do. And so he, we would get the wrath of that some days. I would come home some days from school, y'all, and he could be the happiest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, take me out, go do fun things, uh, you know, go to the arcade and buy ice cream and like be like the world's best dad. I could come home literally the next day. And he'd be having a bad day. And he'd like hit me with a belt. Yeah. And he, and I'm sure, and it, and it, it was so sad about that time is like, he doesn't know what's going on. And, and, right, Nobody knows right. what's going on. I don't hold him accountable for it because yeah. I understand, not that I'm trying to let him off the hook, but I understand why he did what he did. Right. Mm-hmm. But my therapist is like, Hey, listen. Between all of that, your whole childhood, right? Then you get out, you marry a woman who really wasn't happily married to you, right? right? So you always seemed a little inconsistent. You work in a profession for the last 20 years that is wildly inconsistent. Yeah. Show business, you don't know. We don't know if we're going to be here tomorrow. You just don't know, Mm -hmm. right? You literally have built a life around inconsistency. So for you, consistent just doesn't seem normal. Or you get bored because you think nothing's going on. And I'm like... Damn. Mm-hmm. Am I literally self-sabotaging myself because yes. I'm just used to things being chaotic? Yeah. When you have to look at yourself and say, am I my own problem? It's like Taylor Swift all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. It's just crazy thing to realize. Apparently, 30% of people in Maryland suffer from what is now considered menu anxiety. I'll explain this to you. Basically, you know, like when a server comes over to you and like everyone's ready to order except for you. Yeah. And like you start to panic because you're like, oh my God, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to get. I'm not sure what I'm going to order. Uh, 
it, by the way, 30% of people fall into that category where it's like an overwhelming sense of what Anxiety. should I, <laughs> me all over that. I'm you, honestly, I honestly feel seen because I'm glad that there's a term for it because I am the worst at this. Give me a scenario that may, that may happen it's with you and garage boy, your fiance. Yeah. So this happens pretty much every single time okay. and I'm looking at the menu and I don't know what to do. And finally, when the server comes to the table, I have so much anxiety about not knowing what I want <laughs> and not picking the right thing and thinking that garage boy is going to get something better than what I'm getting. And then I make a decision that's not really what I want. And then I order something. And if I would have <laughs> taken my time and just like was patient with myself and asked for more time, I would have gotten something that I actually wanted. And it's something that he talks to me about. Like, you need to stop doing that. Do you fall into this category? Do you feel like you get, you get like pressured into making a decision when it comes to like the restaurants that you go to? Mm-hmm. So if, if you're wondering why people get hung up on this kind of thing, the most common answer is because they want to know what's going to taste best. Yes. So in your head, you're like, what's going on? Is this better or is this better? Well, like this, we want that. Yeah. So that's kind of what's like holding things up. Other thing is the price. You may look at the price and be like, I don't know. Should of I course. Get, yeah. Should I get this $26 dish or the $16 dish? Yeah. And then, of course, how long it's going to take to make it would be the top three reasons that people in Maryland mm-hmm. are getting this. By the way, it's also more common to have a menu anxiety if you are younger. So like if you're in your 20s, 30s, or 40s, you got like a, it's like a forty one percent chance versus mm-hmm. like if you're older like the older generations about fifteen percent people I'll get this mm-hmm. I don't get it and let me tell you why I don't get it because <laughs> you can only pick from like three things that's exactly right yeah being a vegan there's literally I there's two, there's two things you can get yeah it's honestly decluttered my life so much for example take the cheesecake factory yes so much anxiety you yeah. love the cheesecake factory Jess. I do you sit down you open I did. that menu until you, they took you know what from me. <laughs> Until the, until the instant. Until they broke my heart. Like, I started, like, sweat because I would be like, oh, my God, there's literally so many like things 1,700 pages. Also, though, I don't get it. And even, like, when I was eating this, like, quote-unquote regular food, I I didn't get it because I couldn't order the same thing yeah. every single day. I think I told you the story where literally for one year, two years straight, I ordered a Subway sandwich, the exact same Subway sandwich for lunch for literally yeah. two full years. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
I challenge you to try to go four for four. I don't think anyone in the state of Maryland has ever successfully Mm-mm. completed a 100% successful round of kid jokes. We haven't. Never. And it's our segment. Okay? Yeah. If you're wondering what this is, Jess, how would you define kid jokes? Kids from all over the state of Maryland call in and, and tell us their best and funniest kid joke, and then we do our best to solve them. But I know it sounds just easy on the surface, but it's honestly the most complicated thing we do on the show. If you have a funny kid in the car, I want you to pass them your phone, have them call our kid joke hotline, 855-KID-JOKE, 855-KID-JOKE. Leave your funny joke on the voicemail, then we as adults try to solve them. But I promise you adults, this is challenging. 855-KID-JOKE. My name is Anna. I am five and a half years old. I live in Towson, Maryland. And this is my joke. What is the most romantic flower? What is the most romantic romantic flower? flower? Roses seems like it'd be too easy. I know, it can't be. There's no way. She's five and a half years old, Jess. You gotta get the most romantic one. Uh, What else are there? Daisies. There's uh, daffodils. Daffodils. I feel like this is gonna just jump uh, jump out and bite us. Uh, two lips. Two lips. <gasps> oh my! Two lips. Two lips. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, so funny, Duh. That makes sense. Eight five five kid joke. Hi, my name is Chloe, and I'm twelve years old, and I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. And my joke is: Why do robbers wear stripes and not spots? Why do robbers wear stripes and not spots? Because yeah. then you can spot. If it was spots, then you'd spot them. Spot them. Show me spot them. Dang it, Jess, yes. Because they don't want to be spotted. Come yes. spotted. Yeah. Yes. Let's do it to everybody. Point for Jess. 855-KID-JOKE. Hi, my name's Aiden. I'm nine years old, and I live in Baltimore City. What do you call a train that's about to fall? Tree that's about to what fall? do you call a tree that's about to fall? Timber. Wow. Usually. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Sometimes these don't. Unless, sneak like, up no, on. watch him be like Tim Burr. His name is Tim Burr. Burr. What is it? Timber. Timber. <gasps> no. There you go. Are you serious? Oh my God. Killing. Why am I so happy? That's annoying. 855 <laughs> kid jokes. That's annoying. You shouldn't be that proud of yourself, by I the know. Way. I'm like, I'm soaked right now. Hi, my name is Lisa. I am 53 years old. 53 years young, actually. And I live in Forest Hill, Maryland. Hold that for one second. She has somehow infiltrated our segment. (laughs) She somehow she somehow found a way to get around. (laughs) <laughs> the, the, the age. I mean, listen, we've extended it for teenagers before. Are we going to go for a 53-year-old? Should we let her through? Yeah, I feel but like it's taking away it's, the essence of what this is. I want to give it to her because, like, now I'm just curious. But maybe, come on, you guys. Hey, maybe she's a kid Wait, at it's, heart. It's for the kids. And my joke is, what do you get when you have an angry sheep and an angry cow? Okay, now I'm scared because I feel like it's about to get real. An angry sheep and an angry cow. God, and with adults, we don't know. This could be like... Angry. Okay, so something about mood. A bloodbath. Ba- like mood, a bad mood. Why would it be a bad mood? Like a bah and ba- then mood. Away. 
A bad. Go ahead. Say it again. Bad. Let's work with that. Bad. It's Wait, a bad. What? Prob- a bad problem. A, 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 like, because you know, like, mood. Two animals in a bad mood. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And tell me, this is not the most ridiculous deal breaker you have ever heard in your life. <laughs> what happened? So, Garage Boy and I were eating lunch the other day, and he was like, I'm so glad that you're not a picky eater, because if you were, that would have been a deal breaker for me. <laughs> and I go, excuse me? <laughs> Your fiance. No, I, and I don't know. The man, you guys, the man that you're starting a life with. I literally, I got like mad. I was like, what are you saying? And he was just like, I just think it would have been like so annoying. Like if we couldn't like go like get pho and like a, a bunch of like different kind of stuff. Like I just think it would have been like super annoying to deal with. And I go, so you're telling me after everything we've been through together. Yeah. Uh, and you've been and through we're, a lot. No, no. I'm, How many years together now? Three uh, and a half? Uh, th- yeah. Th- three years together. Moved across the country together. Been yeah. through like a lot, a lot of like intense things individually, like together. And I go, you're telling me after everything we've been through together and we're about to get married, you would have thrown all of that away <laughs> if I didn't like to eat noodles. <laughs> And he goes, well, if you put it that way, and I was like, no, I'm like, I was like, I told him, I'm like, I'm like kind of mad right now. Like, why am I mad? I, I think in the beginning, though, you really, you, you judge people on such a different level. Exactly. That's what made me so mad. I'm like, what if like on the first date, what if on the first date? We go out to eat and he wanted to go somewhere and I'm like, oh, I don't like that kind of food. He would have just like written like me in, off. Into things. I don't know. And we can we can try this. Our phone number is 410-583-1065. Looking back now, did you have like a ridiculous reason that you broke things off with somebody? Yeah. I don't know that the number one answer that we'll get. Jess thinks that that's the most ridiculous one that she's ever heard of. But I'm sure there's somebody right now in Maryland that you can kind of call and confess yourself that you may have ended a relationship for something that may have been even more ridiculous in hindsight yeah. than that. Than having, oh, you're a picky eater. So like, picky I'm done. I, I just eater. don't, I, I mean, is, is it, is it ridiculous? Yes. Is it the most ridiculous? I don't know. Let's find out. 410-583-1065. I literally ended a dating this one woman when I lived in California because she lived six minutes away. <gasps> And like it was six minutes too far. I had this like I I hate driving. That I, I know is I know. annoying. I know. <laughs> but I, when I was like trying to like deduce, like like start cutting my dating life back. Six minutes. So I had a really I had a really strict. I only date people that live within twenty minutes of me because I You're hate lazy. driving. I hate driving. I hate it. I always try to live within twenty minutes of me. So I told myself, I mean, I'm not going to put my dating app range. You know, is that a, even possible? A million Six minutes. Miles. Well, I so what I did was I literally I said if it's longer than twenty minutes, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to date a person. Right? She lived twenty six minutes away from me, and like I tried it a couple of times, and I'm like, no, I got to stand strong to my twenty minutes or less away because I was dating kind of multiple people at the time, you know. And I was like, well, she she's not twenty minutes away, so I gotta I gotta cut her out. No, which seems ridiculous. Like, could that have been my soulmate? Maybe, but damn it, you just lived six minutes too far away. Wow. Honestly, 410-583-1065. I'm trying to look through some of the answers of people that are calling. This one, this might be it. Danielle from Bel Air. This, this may actually be more ridiculous than the picky eater thing. So uh, what, what, why, why did you end a relationship? What was your deal breaker? Um, he wore flip-flops 
Wait. So stop. Wait. Hold on. How long did you did this man even have a chance before you found out about the flip flops? Um. Well, I gave him about a month. And every time he wore the flip flops, huh? Uh. Yeah. And it's just every time he wore flip flops, it was like IKEA. (laughs) Why? Hey, Hey, listen. I. So to to redeem myself, I've gotten better. That's not a thing anymore. But I really didn't like feet. Yeah. Okay. So listen, I got to be honest with you. I've had a I've had a woman tell me that a woman actually in Maryland tell me that before. To you? Which is like, which she she was like, I don't think I could ever. This is like a very quick thing. Wait she, about you? Yeah, you about me because I wear flip flops all summer long. And oh, she's like, I I never thought I'd be on a date with a guy that wears flip flops. I don't know that this is like wildly uncommon. Like like I, what? Go ahead. I, it makes sense. Like in the summer, you wear flip flops. So why? <laughs> But for but for you, you're like I can't. I just can't. It's 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 the feet aspect of it. Yeah, and now and now it's like if you wear flip flops, I just don't look at your feet. Okay, oh. see, because no. it changes. It changes over time. You okay. know, the longer okay. you're single, yeah. the more you'll put up with. I think is probably what happens, right? Well, no, I'm I'm married now. Okay, so no flip flops or flip flops. He's got pretty feet. Okay. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. Cirque du Soleil is bringing its first ever holiday production to Baltimore. The family-friendly show, Twas the Night Before, will be performed 17 times at the Hippodrome beginning November 24th. And Baltimore is one of only seven cities selected to host a special show, the others being New York, Minneapolis, Chicago, Milwaukee, St. Louis, and Phoenix. This is the first time that they're going to be cool. here since 2019. Have you seen one of their shows before? I haven't. They're pretty incredible. I mean, it's no era's tour. Okay. But if we're going to get something, like at least we get Cirque du Soleil. Number two. The writer's strike continues, and now actors are threatening to stop working. A deadline for the studios to get a deal done is actually this week, since the SAG actors' contract with studios expires on Friday. So now, more than 300 members of the Screen Actors Guild signed a letter saying that they are prepared they are prepared to strike if a deal is not made by Friday. Actors including Meryl Streep, Ben Stiller, Amy Schumer, and many, many more. I don't know how much. It's been nine weeks this has been oh, going on, by the way. And like, has it, and again, with these kind of things, you don't know the impact until it's like way down the line, because it's not like shows that are being written right now. Even on TV, they're it's not like, being written right but now. let's say it was right before that you won't see them for another, you know, year basically as totally. they're being produced and everything else. So we won't really know the effects of this until six months to a year to two movies and everything else being, you know, True. having to be delayed. Uh, I'm hoping that the actors stepping up will actually will actually do something, but to like, be honest. Honestly, all y'all watch is friends anyway. Mm. Is it true? Like the only show y'all watch is Friends. So okay, like, yeah, but like, and Gilmore Girls. But listen, no, no, listen. Like, take take it away. Take it away. Current show. Bear. The bear. Literally. What and is season the bear? two is you. You don't know what the bear is. I have no idea what the bear is. I'll talk to you off the air because I I can't even control myself about it right now. But okay, think about this though. Disney literally had to change their entire calendar that has made adjustments yeah. from 2024 to 2026. This is a big deal. Number one. Elon Musk has accepted a training offer from UFC legend Georges Pierre St. Pierre to get ready for his fight with Mark Zuckerberg. He is considered one of the greatest mixed martial artists of all time, and George reached out to Musk on Twitter, and he happily accepted. Meanwhile, if you don't know, Zuckerberg has been training in Brazilian jiu-jitsu over at least for a year now, and he's been pretty successful in tournaments. But mom and dad are not happy about this. Elon's mother has already made it clear that she does not want her son fighting, and his father is not thrilled either. 
saying, quote, I think Elon has gotten himself into a difficult situation as a result of high school behavior. They both have. So, first off, question number one. Do you think this thing will actually go down? I don't think it'll happen. You don't? No, I don't. I, I think it's, it's good publicity no, stunt, but I don't think it'll actually I happen. I think this is going to happen, and not because I want it to, but because both of their egos are probably through the galaxy. Oh, for that, sure. That they are... Like, they both think happen? they can win. Should this happen? No. Is it going to end terribly? Absolutely. But do I think that they're going to do it? I really do. Who wins? Uh, just because Zuckerberg has already like been doing his thing for over a year and a half. I think he will. Really? Because he has training over him. He's been he has been like training with professionals for over a year and a half, and he's already competing and has already won tournaments. I do. Let me break down their size for you there, really quick, so you know. So Elon Musk six one weighs somewhere between one eighty five and two hundred. Zuckerberg's five seven. He's a small guy. He weighs about one fifty five. They're assuming. But with the skill and the training for <laughs> over a year and a half, and depending on when Elon actually like starts taking this seriously. What do you, honestly, if you had to choose a winner? This is so annoying. So stupid. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the dumbest thing we'll talk about all, I hope it's the dumbest thing we talk about all year. Why in the world, and maybe I'm being too sensitive, but why in the world do we still have a world's ugliest dog competition? Today in dog news. We are a, obviously, clearly, a little sensitive of a morning show when it comes to pets, okay? <laughs> like, I was a proud dog dad for 14 and a half years to, to Kiki, who passed away back in February. And I've always been, like, super sensitive to animals. And we feel like the, the other stations don't do a great job, like, covering what's happening with dogs, you know? So, we'll do it. I've been triggered now for days over this. Yeah. This is a conversation that started off the air. Mm-hmm. I looked up and started watching the Today Show yesterday. And he was losing his mind. And on the screen, I saw a dog who, who clearly wasn't the most physically attractive dog ever. And under there it says the world's ugliest dog has been crowned. And I was like, I forgot they even did this thing. Yeah, and and they had the dog's owners on the show and the dog was like walking around and stuff and all that. They've been doing this for years now. So the winner this year, by the way, is Scooter, who's a Chinese crested canine. And he has deformed legs in the back. He can't really like walk on them. He kind of scoots around and hops around, you know? Yeah. And he's just, he's kind of like hairless and like he's, okay, yes, he's not very attractive. I got it. He won the title though last Friday. Uh, This is supposed to be, this event for the world's ugliest dog is supposed to like inspire stories who over of dogs that overcome adversity to get Ex- them adopted. Exactly. Like, isn't that what this is for? And like kind of shining light on them? I mean, <laughs> so Scooter, here's Scooter's story. Scooter's story was he was supposed to be put down. No. And they were actually, somebody went and like saved his life in the last minute because nobody was adopting him because he was so quote unquote ugly, right? Yeah. So by now being crowned the world's ugliest dog, he got $1,500 in a trophy. (laughs) And he got adopted, right? And he was, yeah, he was already adopted. Exactly. But it wasn't it wasn't to promote his adoption. He was already adopted No, beforehand. I know, but, like, don't they use this event yeah, to, to be promote like, that mm. message? Okay, here's my point. What if the dog knows? What do you mean? Like, is that crazy to say? Can I just say, when we were watching the Today Show and when Scooter was up there, he did not, he wasn't paying no attention to how anybody you, on the couch or what Hoda was saying. He wasn't. You know? He was scooting on the carpet. How do you know that Scooter's not sitting there being like, damn, the whole world 
Am I being too crazy right now? The whole world is watching me on the Today Show, and everyone is calling me the world's ugliest dog. But but that makes it everyone... Okay, can I also say this? Like, dogs are the only thing on the planet that you can call ugly, but it makes you love them even more. I can I? Think so. I think so. Like, okay, my sister's dog, Rain... She looks kind of crazy and kind of low-key creepy because her eyes are kind of weird, but that makes me love her even more because she looks weird. How would you react if you looked up on TV and it said, world's ugliest kid competition? And then you got a life supply <laughs> from Toys R Us. But, but like the point was, the point was the, the kids are overcoming bullying, okay, to do really great things in their life. Yeah. You would all lose your minds. Why in the world... Are we not putting an end to this? Just in the small chance that these dogs know they're being called the ugliest? Okay. It's cruel. Who's with me? We're stopping this. I'm starting a petition today. It's too much. We're talking about something off the air that I thought we, we let's run this by you. Because you're the one that listens to this show. And I just, what I don't want this to turn, and we already push the limits a lot with a lot of things that we do on the show, right? And I just don't want this to, like, push us over the edge. So Jess has come with a a proposition from a listener of a segment that she would like us to start doing. And I don't know. How how did you even get there? So I got a DM from a listener, and I won't say her name, but she basically is asking us if we would be willing to help her catch her boyfriend because she thinks that he's cheating on her. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this, I'm just going to read you what the DM said, okay? She goes, Hey Jess, I hope you don't think this is weird, but I was wondering if you guys could help me with something. I think my boyfriend of three years is cheating on me. Aside from having a gut feeling about it, things have just been off. He's getting super weird with his phone, texting in a different room, staying later at work and doing more things with his friends. That excludes me when he always used to want me to tag along. I know this might seem cheesy, but the show used to do this thing with flowers where they'd give someone the opportunity to send something to a loved one. And I was wondering if maybe we could do something like that to see if he would send something to me or to somebody else. If you don't want to get involved, I totally understand, but I love the show and I was hoping that you'd want to help. Thoughts? I mean, why not? I know. I mean, I obviously know what she's talking about. And I... I feel like the reason I get what you're saying with the trashiness, but I feel like the reason why she's asking is because we're so open, like yeah. with our lives that she obviously feels comfortable enough because this is a very vulnerable thing to Love like that. come forward and like DM me and tell me and mean like I, I, I trust you guys and I'm willing to like do this with you guys. Well, not only that, but the fact that like you're vulnerable enough to put your stuff on blast. I mean, that takes... It takes a lot of courage to do that. So yeah. that part, yes, I like that. Yeah. But I guess the reason like I've never liked segments like that is because I just never want to come across as like the bad guy. Does that make sense? Why are we the bad guy if we're helping her? That's my, we aren't the bad guy. But, like I'm trying to help. I want to help her figure oh, it out. But are we publicly humiliating these people that are like... <laughs> Why is it humiliation? It, it, it seems if, like it's, you're it's being decep- shady. It just what well, it seems like deception to me, right? It seems like deception. I think that like if we were to and, and please call text. I'm sure you've probably heard because I know they used to do this segment here a lot where in in, in Baltimore where you basically 
think someone is being cheated on, you call, you say, hey, we got a gift for you. Who do you like, want to send, 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 send it to? And then their reaction of who they send it to really it's is supposed kinda, to give an answer. Kind of telling of who it's going to be. Yeah. But I just, I, is it mean spirited, I guess, is my question? No, I don't think so. We've just never... We've just never done something like that on the show before, and I just don't know if it's going to come across as, like, mean-spirited. Or, I mean, you could see it the other way of your, like, because as much as I'm saying that out of one side of my mouth, on the other side, I'm like, it can be really good radio. <laughs> you know, like I, always, I always have to, like, balance the two of being like, is this... I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad about catching somebody doing something that they shouldn't be doing. Why is that bullying? If anything, she her this guy she thinks that her boyfriend is cheating on her, and if he's not, then okay, cool. If he's not, but if he is, then she knows. Can you can you just like hop in this conversation four ten five eight three one zero six five? You can call us, you text us. We didn't really mean to like bring this up today, but what how do you feel about a segment like that was that something you you think that we should do we have created a segment that's uh, really honestly dedicated to anyone that lives in the great state of maryland we call this to bay or not to bay to bay or not to bay that is the maryland question and i'm telling you right now this going to be nasty. I know. There's no way this can be good. I, I'm not excited about this one at all. We are stretching this week, but yeah. this should be interesting. All right, to Bay or not to Bay, if you've never been here before, Jess, what is this segment? So when we first moved here to Maryland almost three years ago, everyone was like, have you tried Old Bay? And also, you can put Old Bay on anything. So we wanted to challenge that theory, and we've spent the last three years doing so, putting Old Bay on just random things like cucumbers and pickles and watermelon and pretty much anything you can imagine, just so you don't have to try anything that sucks, and I'll just tell you, tell you, you know? <laughs> and what we found is you actually cannot put Old Bay on everything, and it's good, right? Right. <sighs> this is bad. What the hell is this? Okay, so we actually have talked about this on the show a while ago. If you're not aware, Icy, like, yeah, the thing you get at the movie theaters, has their own cereal. And it literally is supposed to have, like, a cooling sensation as well. And I saw it, like, with Fourth of July coming up. It's, like, red, white, and blue. It's very, I'm just, I saw it at the grocery store, and I'm like, I don't want to do this, but I feel like I have to do this. Because also, how does cereal have a cooling effect? I don't know, but if you were six years old, you're probably thriving. You'd be in heaven. Like, this is, this is what you were living for. You'd be living for. I'm the packaging sure. does look so awesome. I'm not going to lie. It okay. does look really fun. Why don't you try it first? And actually, this this could well, be good for any any parent to know actually how this nonsense is. It's the icy, okay. icy cereal. So it's supposed to be a mix of the cherry and blueberry. But when you just smell it, it's so, it smells so sugary. And it smells just like cherry. So just try it in general. So this is, this is the cereal go. by itself. Just a, Ooh, yeah. I don't want to. It doesn't seem like it's. Okay. Makes sense. Why is it cold? Does it taste like an icy? Also, is that necessary? I don't need an icy cereal. Um, it honestly kind of just tastes like Captain Crunch. Okay, it almost it almost had the sound of a Captain Crunch. It sounded like that was literally ripping the roof of your mouth up. What's happening? <laughs> is anything happening? I'm why, scared. Why is my mouth bleeding? Right no, like, is anything happening to me? I can't tell. I'm kind of nervous. Do you like it or not, just in general? Uh, the smell of it is too much, but the taste is like Captain Crunch. So, like, I'm kind of here for it. Okay, kinda. Well, let's uh, let's try it with Old Bay. This is so unnecessary. 
It's just, listen, Marilyn, we've gone too far. What cooling sensation is supposed to happen? I'm not feeling anything. Well, you don't, you don't need to eat a whole bowl of cereal. Just put some old bay on it. Let's find out if it's... Mm. <laughs> is something happening to me? I think he just got scammed with this whole mm-hmm. cooling effect. All right, so now we're going to try We're gonna try that exact same cereal with, with Old Bay, Bay, the most Maryland thing that we could do, and is it to Bay or not to Bay? This is going to be gross. Here we go. No. Do not do that. <laughs> Tell me. I kind of want to throw up. Um... I don't know what's happening. It's like cherry, raspberry. I think my mouth is starting to cool inside. I don't know. But the spiciness is not working out for anything for me right now. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.